people. Thus said the Lord, thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb. I am also the Lord that maketh all things. That stretch forth the heavens alone, that spread abroad the earth by myself, that frustrate the tokens of liars, make diviners men, that frustrate the wise men backward, and make their knowledge foolish. Aren't you glad God's like that? Powerful. That confirmeth the word of his servant, and perform the counsel of his messengers, that say to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be inhabited, and to the cities of Judah he shall be built, and I will raise up the decayed places thereof. Thus said to the deep, Be dry, and I will dry up thy rivers. That saith of Cyrus, He is my servant, my shepherd, rather, and shall perform all my pleasure, even saying to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be built, and to the temple thy foundation shall be laid. That's the word of God. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, that maketh all things. You were in the world, the world was made by you, and they did not know you. This morning, confirm the word of thy servant, and bring to, to naught the counsel of the wicked. Let the church be exalted in the last days as we lift our praise high to you right now. Lift our praise to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You may be seated. This morning I came, not with this message on my mind, but something completely different, but God changed my thoughts and want me to speak to you on this lesson. That everything that Satan destroyed, God can rebuild it. Everything that Satan has destroyed, God is in the business of rebuilding. Amen. There's something about the stories of Jesus Christ. Nothing is left lost. Everything is found. Amen. It was always the adversary's desire that what we have be lost. But it was always found. When the devil turned on Job, he destroyed everything that Job had. And Job loved. And Job had believed God for. And it looked like in the annals of things that it was all lost. But somebody forgot to mention, My Redeemer liveth. And God can turn the tides. And the Bible says, God, Restore everything that Job lost to the devil and even added more. Now I believe that Satan wished to God he had not even entered the Job arena because he didn't leave Job poverty. He left him powerful. He was more powerful than when he started out because God is in the business of restoring what Satan has stolen. God can rebuild what Satan tears down. Not many people understand that. I was reading, there's somebody in church this morning, God wants you to read Psalm 70. It's your word from the Lord. God wants you to have that scripture right now. If I were you, I'd put it on the board. 
Or read it right now because you need to read it right now. God, you say, make haste and deliver, oh God, and deliver me. Make haste to help me, oh God. I want to tell you somebody, God is here to help you today. God is in the deliverance business. Satan make us captive, but God deliver us from all our bondage. Verse 2 says, look at verse 2, it says here, Let them be ashamed and confounded and seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. I'm trying to tell you, nobody can hurt you when God is on your side. Nobody can make you ashamed when God wants to give you fame. Come on, somebody. When God wants to heal you, nobody can deceive you. Because God is in the restoring business. He's about to restore your confidence in God. He's about to restore your hope in God. And your walk with God. Somebody needs to know that God can recover what Satan has destroyed in your life. In your marriage. In your hope. In your dream, in your job, in your future, God can restore it. Somebody needs to realize your enemy will fall backwards and you will go forward. God is in the business of sending confusion down their alley, but send you blood transfusion from Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. On the typing of the the texting that said, I think called LOL, I mean laugh out loud. Somebody needs to laugh out loud right now. Say, aha, ha, the devil hasn't got me. Aha, ha, ha. Come on, the devil don't like it. Aha, ha, ha. Laugh out loud, somebody. It's time to laugh out loud. You got the winning side. My friend, they lost the battle. They lost the war. You can laugh out loud. Aha, ha, ha. You lost Satan. You are defeated. You desire to hurt me, but God want to elevate me. Hallelujah. Give me verse 3, please. Give me verse 3. They said, Look, Lord, let them be turned backward for a reward of their shame that say, Aha, aha. But I'm laughing louder. Aha, ha, ha. Satan, you are defeated. God is going to restore my confidence in Him. You have not shaken my confidence in God. You have not put me one inch behind in believing in my God that He's able. I said, He's able. God is able. I said, God is able. Amen. To give me a table in the presence of my enemy. I'm trying to tell somebody here, God going to destroy what the devil tried to destroy. Amen. And that is your confidence. God going to rebuild it. And to Satan, you can't destroy God's people. Hallelujah. Something happened to a man called, and people in this church are going to be right now. Jacob is going to die. And the Bible said he called for Joseph. And said, Joseph, come here, Joseph. Joseph, you've been through a bunch of problems. And God gave you two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Let's be very careful now. Ephraim is the last. The first is Manasseh. Manasseh was to remind him of the problems he had. 
It was linked with his problems. Hello. And the child was born to have him to forget it. If something happened to you, you're trying hard to forget it. But you're not seeing him to forget it. It doesn't mean it's a problem. But every time, every time, Jacob, Joseph see, see that, that lad remind him, there's some things i got to forget. There's some things i got to forget. Because I am sitting on the throne. I am wearing the wedding gown. I am wearing the king's garment. And I need to forget my past. I need to forget it. I'm not letting it bother me. Praise God. Somebody listened to me this morning. And then God gave another son. And called him Ephraim. I mean fruitful. And the Bible said, now church, listen to me very carefully. The Bible said that Jacob called for those two boys. He said, they're mine. Put them before me. I want to bless them both. And so Joseph picked up, guess who? Manasseh and put him to the right hand of power of his father and situate Ephraim on the left. And this man is blind. He can't hardly see. And with his eyes closed, you see, they can't fool God. God can still see in spite of my eye limitation. God can see beyond your now and see your future. Hello. And the Bible says, when he put him right there and positioned it for him to bless, amen, he said, when he crossed his hand, Joseph got mad. But Joseph, the laugh is on you, Joseph. You're, you're hurting yourself. Because God is saying, Jacob knows what he's doing. He's a prophet. And he's blessing the future. Manasseh represent the past. God don't want to bless your past. He want to bless your future. So God is not crossed up. He's saying, I don't want to exalt your past. I want to exalt your future. I want to put my hand that you're going to be a blessing and fruitful bow that goes over the wall. Forget about your past. You don't have one. Your future is about to be blessed of God. And so he crossed his hand. I'm going to tell somebody this morning, you're standing before the Almighty God. He crossed his hand. It's an hour. Forget your past. And I want to step into your future. I'm putting my hand on your future blessing. It's fruitful. It shall go over the wall. Can somebody hear me? I'm trying to tell you, my friend, God wants to bless your future, not your past. I told some in the meeting. Now, don't get mad at me now, folks, if you're an accountant. I see, you notice accountants never own their own business. They never own their own business. You know why? They're always looking back in the past. Let me notice that. That's all that common does. Looking in the past. And tell you how it should have been. Hello? I've never met an accountant that could give me a projected statement of the future. He's an expert on the past. But bless God, I don't care about my past. I don't have a past. My past is buried. 
I'm in the church this morning to talk about my future. God want to bless my future. He's not going to talk about my past. My past is dead. It's stunk. It's buried. I ain't going to dig it up. It's fossils. But honey, I'm not going to hassle over the fossils. I'm going to look into my future. Somebody here right now, God want you to step out of your past and accept the blessing that He's about to give to you. Hey, come on. Jacob knows what he's doing. Joseph, your past is not something to rejoice over. It's your future. That's where the blessing is. Hallelujah. Praise God. My future don't celebrate me. It criticizes me. No, you're wrong. My future celebrates me. My past criticizes me. I don't have a past. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. And so the Bible said, Look, Cyrus, in chapter 44 of the book of Isaiah, is going to build my temple. Hallelujah. You have to understand the story. There was a time when Nebuchadnezzar came and saw that beautiful temple and burned it to the ground. Some of you, your hope and dream look like it's ashes. And the devil wants to build some edifice on your ruin. He's not going to build it. I, the Lord God, will stop it. Said the Holy Ghost. I will not make it happen. They are not going to build on your ruin. You're going to have a resurrection, honey. Don't you hear from God this morning? I'm trying to tell somebody that devil is not going to build on your ruin, but going to raise you up and make you build an edifice that you can laugh and say, Aha! Ha! Ha! I've got the winning hand. I've got the winning hand. I'm on the winning side. God said, I can rebuild. I can rebuild. I can fulfill my dream. I can fulfill my hope. Somebody needs to say to yourself, My hope is not dead. My dream is not dead. My life is not dead. God can rebuild it and the devil won't build on my ruins. Cyrus, that's right. Shatala Yes! Go and worship. Worship. You're not going to build on my ruin. Hallelujah. Nebuchadnezzar came, burned down the house, burned down the temple, got those pretty cup, beautiful cups, and took them away and sacrilegiously misused them and abused them. And for a while, it looked like God was dead for 70 years. Hallelujah. Ransacked Jerusalem and did a bunch of stuff. But God said, Devil, you ain't going to plant on the ruins right here. Hallelujah. Raise up the ashes. Mm. Hallelujah. Somebody need to hear me this morning. And God said, I'm going to name a man. And that man going to come in your life and make it happen. They're going to do it without price, without charge. And I'm going to call him my servant. And he's going to do it what's in my heart. 
I want to tell you, God always have a David for every Goliath in your life. I don't care who the Goliath is in your life. God has a David. And God has a stone for him to hit him on the head and knock him right out. I want to tell you, you can take the head of that old of the, the, the tormentor. Amen. And make him a treasure in your house. And so look what the Lord has done. The Lord has done. Church, hear me today. God said, the devil won't build on your ruins. He will not do it. I will allow him to do it. I will stop him. At the right time, I'll stop him. And you're going to build on your future. Cyrus is not even a Jew. But the Lord is for you. He will go to any extreme to bring you help. Whether out of Zion or from the hills of many camels. Give me somebody. God said the gold are mine. The silver are mine. Chapter 2 and verse 8 of the book of Haggai. The gold is mine. And the silver is mine. You don't have a financial problem. What you have is an opportunity. Ah, come on somebody. Somebody to know the future holds a big opportunity for you. Your future is bright because God said it's filled full of opportunity. And the devil will not build on your ruins. Oh, I can feel it right now. I can feel it right now. But the Bible said, Holy, Joseph was all messed up. Couldn't understand what God is doing. God said, Joseph, look, Joseph, I don't want your future to be about what happened to you in the past. I want your future to be you dwelling on the fruit of God. It's coming a day when your life is going to turn around. Instant change. And you're going to forget what happened to you in the past. Because God says, I will make it happen. I will turn things around. In one day, you experience 1,000 years of blessing. In one hour. I'll come a whole course of Anybody believe the report? Who report do you believe? I believe the report of the Lord. God confirmed the word of His servant. God bring it to pass. Somebody need to hear me right now. Amen. Don't get cross up with God because the future is loaded with opportunity for you and you ought to realize Satan will not build on your ruins. Hallelujah. The story didn't end that woman lost everything in the house. It ended the way she found it. The story didn't end this way that, uh, you know, that, uh, well, the father lost his son. Just he found it. The story didn't end this way that the sheep didn't come back. Just he found it. And honey, whatever you lost right now, you're going to find it back. God's in the bring back situation. The comeback kid is in the church right now. The comeback woman is in the church. The comeback man is in the church. Uh, I'm trying to tell somebody the future is fraught with opportunity. And it looks like when you read the book of Lamentation, Jeremiah's story is filled with lamentation. And said, so how could this be? 
how could it happen? But I could hear Ezra singing the song. If only Jeremiah could be here now to see what the Lord has wrought. Look what the Lord has done. I said, look what the Lord has done. And the Bible says, Cyrus got all stirred up. Look in your Bible, church. It says, Cyrus got worked up in Ezra. Chapter, amen, 2. It says, and verse 68, God stirred up this man. And this man said, I'm going to pay for everything. I'm going to pay for the foundation. I'm going to pay for the walls. I'm going to pay for the building. I'm going to pay for the structure. I'm going to give my soldiers power and authority to perfect the construction because I'm with it. I'm in it. I'm for it. Do it because I'm for you. I've anointed you to do the job. I've raised you up for this purpose. I've sent you in that place for the situation. Build it. And don't stop till you're done. God said, don't stop till you're done. Lay the foundation. Build the wall. Paint the walls. Raise it up. And I'll take pleasure in it. And you'll know I'm the Lord your God that sent you on high to do this. Woo! I said, hallelujah. I was at one dinner one time, and the pastor's wife sat there and tried to tell Sister Neil, what can I preach to Pastor Neil? He says, He's just a faith preacher. You're right. I don't want to be a fake preacher, I want to be a faith preacher. I'm telling you somebody right now, your future is bright. You're not going through what you're going through because you're wrong with God. No. God chose you. God trusts you with trials. God entrusted tribulation to you. God allows you because He could depend on you. You know the fire wouldn't intimidate you. The roaring of the lion wouldn't punish you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And the crowd would intimidate you. God said, hey, have you considered my servant? Hallelujah. They're not for lamb chop. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. Got the Cyrus build up right now. And Cyrus up on his throne and couldn't help it. So you remember some people in the Bible. Amen. There's old Marty, Marty Cass at the gate, forgotten by humanity. But God makes sure the king couldn't sleep. Because the king forgot to rise up. And bless him for the good deeds. Don't you ever think God forgot what you prayed? I remember everything you prayed, said the Lord. I've heard your prayer. I will respond in due season. The Holy Ghost is speaking to somebody here. But when he gets upon him, there's no going back to the past. The future is going to be all around you, my friend. Lick it up, my friend. Sip it up, my friend. The blessing is going to be on the wall. Hallelujah, somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The adversary got mad. Got mad. <laughs> this church is going to be so blessed. The whole city is going to be angry. Every, every devil will get mad. But I got news for them. Mad means making a difference. It's a matter of how you read it. Or a term. Matter I mean damn. Hello, somebody. Hello. And so in chapter 4 of the book of Ezra, turn their church. Hallelujah. Mmm, hallelujah. This song goes. Mmm, 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 mmm. 
Mm, I love that song. You don't know that song? You've wasted Gentiles. Chapter 4 of the book of the book of Ezra. Now when the adversary heard, I remember when this church was in a tiny little building. We're in a tiny white cut building. Ten feet by four feet. Came in and the walls. I mean, if the city had really looked at us, that came a long time ago. You step on the floor, and we throw the floor, you sink down six inches. The floor was held up by the carpet only. Underneath that church were two logs. It from the days of Methuselah to our time. It rocked so much, there was nothing left in there. And the furnace fighting for survival. There was enough dirt to cover it up, up to, I don't know how it breathed. But it breathed. Amen. And a little PA system, I preached and turned up and down. And deafened those poor folks. <laughs> crank it up. Because I'd love to hear my own voice. I crank it right up. Amen. Hallelujah. And we have church. And then one day, Pastor, you got all crazy minded. Just, just, just crazy in his head. We're going to build a church. Well, those who weren't for it just did this. Tiptoe of the church. I keep on talking. I had two congregations, my wife and the walls. The one that was mute was the wall. My wife just looked at me and she just smiled. Hallelujah. Just smiled. And we built that church. Hallelujah. For what we said we want to build it for. And then our neighbor's church heard it. And got so ex- got attacked by their own congregation. So that little, little old good-for-nothing church, now they can build a church. Surely we can. So they jump into a program and overextended themselves and they fire the preacher and the whole thing starts falling apart. They said, how could they do it? We got the Lord on our side. It was a wonderful day when the church was picked above the ground for $5,000. I didn't pay for it. They paid for it. And put it on a trailer and track it down to Heritage Park. I thought, boy, this church is full of heritage. Full of history. And they parked it right there in Heritage Park. And up came the other church. Hallelujah. And we said, and God said, build it. But I never forget the day when the guy said to me when I first walked in the city, a Jewish guy, can you build a church in this city? I said I can see because only God knows that. But as for me and my shovel, I'm going to dig. I'm going to dig. I'm going to dig. And look what the Lord has done. I'm going to tell somebody, God said to tell you this morning, that He is with you. Be strong. And don't stop where you are. Keep on keeping on. The book says in Agai, chapter 2 and verse 8, it says, keep on doing it. Because the silver is mine, and the gold is mine. God is taking pleasure in everything you touch. I want you parents right now to go touch your kid right now. Get up and go touch your kid quick. Run and touch your kid quickly. Everything you touch is blessed. Everything you put your hand on 
Sedera, <coughs> this ain't no building ground for you. This belongs to God. No fraud and thistle is coming out of this one. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the Bible said, when the adversary heard, in chapter 4 and verse 1, they were stirred. In verse 4, it said, chapter 4, they tried to weaken the hand of the people. Verse 5 said, they tried to frustrate. Church, it's time to roll up your sleeve and know who your God is. I told a preacher yesterday, I said, I got sometimes silly with my wife thinking about God. I wonder if God tastes grapefruit before he made it. I wonder if he tastes the apple before he designed it. Well, I don't know, but one time that tastes real good. Nothing God made is bad. I want to tell somebody, don't get frustrated. Don't be weakened. Don't be intimidated by the adversary. The Bible said the temple foundation was laid. Church, we don't have a problem that God can't solve. You better hear me right now. God already have the answer. Before the problem came, the answer was already set up. What you need is a revelation of where the illumination of the answer is. God said the gold is mine. The silver is mine. Everything is mine. The architect is mine. The builder is mine. The engineer is mine. Everything is mine. If you want it, you can have it. But come in faith believing. God never starts something he can't finish. Woo! You want to see the city going mad and crazy? Let this house be glorified. And we're just about to do that. Dignify the house. I say, Amen. I say, Amen. Worship God, right? Come on, church. Hallelujah. Chapter 1, verse 8. Nine, God said, don't leave the program waste. Verse 8 says, I will take pleasure in what you're doing. Verse 13 says, I am with you. Somebody need to hear that. I said, somebody need to hear that. You know, they, they give me a title now. <laughs> they, 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 they name me an offering gatherer. Because I always get what I want. Because I, 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 I discovered. Jesus said, Trevor, you don't have a problem. You don't have possibilities. Just ask of me. I can exceed greatness. I can do abundantly above all I wish somebody right now would start to ask and start to believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're right, sister. Only one place turkey good for it for the plate. Nowhere else. Put on the plate, eat turkey, but don't, don't fly like them. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody. I was hoping someone would jump up and start prophesying. Come on now. Hallelujah. I want to in this building somebody. Guys, talk to somebody in this church. Amen. 
God said, I want to build what the devil tore down. Mm. He tore down Jerusalem. He tore down the temple. He tore everything down. And there comes Cyrus. What are you here for? God sent him to rebuild. What? God said build. God said lay the foundation. God said raise the wall up. God said I'm anointing you to do it. I'm appointing you to do it. <laughs> Come on somebody. I'm giving you the authority. Then the word got out. They laid the foundation. They built the walls. They raised up the temple. Worship me God. Somebody ought to believe and start receiving. Somebody be confessing and start possessing. Somebody do right now believe God. I'm trying to tell you this was not my message. But somebody here got a mess that God wanted to turn into a message. God said, don't talk about the past. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Verse 13, chapter 1 of A.I. I am with you. What more do you want? Verse 8, I'll make it pleasurable. Isaiah 44, 28. Hallelujah. You are my servant. You will do that no cost to me. Chapter 1, verse 8 to 9. My house will not lay waste. They got one seven, you're gonna bring it to pass. I want to tell you, friend, God didn't just drop Mate Marie, this church. There are people in this city. I told Pastor sometime back, I said, I, I would gladly pastor only five people if they're given to me from God. More than five thousand of the spectators. I can't do much with consumers. I can do a whole lot with producers. Hello? God don't want to hang on. He want rooted. Somebody say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. He said be strong. I am with you. Let's all stand. I want to give you a chance to believe that. God said, Neil, the silver is mine. This church don't have no debt that God cannot wipe out. This church have no trash that God can't turn into cash. I watched that movie called Goldfinger. I got a Bible called Golden Bible. Everything in touch church turned gold. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I walk in the store and I see diamonds and silver. I say, honey, I'm so glad I'm so glad I don't get to give you a diamond. Because you're ready it. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Somebody need to hear me right now. The devil is not going to build on your ruin. You don't have a pass. You don't have a pass. God said, I can rebuild. Now, Joseph, 
have a discovery to make. Joseph spent so much time in dungeons. <clears throat> Nobody was as hurt as he was. They hurt his hands, his feet, his, his character. It looked like it's all over. But God says, when I bless you, it will outweigh all the suppression you've been through. Mm. Mark, my friend. Hi, Mark. I gotta figure God single you up. I don't know why. But he has. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Joseph was in a a group of people that don't believe in dreams. They're dream killers. I want to tell you, if God put in your heart, don't doubt it. Perform it. Get it done. Because you are anointed and appointed and sent to do a job. That's right. Why would you go to Bangladesh? Crazy bunch of young kids. It sounds like a boulder dash. What different? You think you're where you are back then? God is guiding those steps. You have no idea how close you are to the prize. Now are we nearer than when we first believed. Joseph don't realize. He doesn't realize. He doesn't realize. He doesn't realize. He's a bunch among people that don't believe in dreams. So they took his coat and they tore it up. I wonder who's tearing up your life. Who's tearing up your dream and your vision? Who's trying to destroy your dream? They want to kill his dream and tear up his garments of praise. And then set him out. Well, honey, God says, Joseph, I can rebuild the whole thing. That light of fiction, Joseph will not be compared to the glory to follow. He said, go tell my dad you saw Joseph. And tell him about my what? Glory. I followed my affliction. And everywhere Joseph went up, it was bad, bad news, bad news, bad news. It looked like God had forgotten. But I believe God could trust him with, with, with what he was going through. And finally, he got himself in prison. Not in the palace, but prison. But look how clever God is. God is full of tricks and coy. God makes him work for the guy who is the closest to the king. And God allowed his wife to lie on him. To get him in jail. Because if he wasn't in jail, he wouldn't meet fellow dreamers. You know why God brought you here? To make you meet a bunch of sons of gods. 
the first guy to dream and forgot Joseph. The second guy had a dream and forgot Joseph. Huh. And so Joseph is a guy among dreamers who forgot he interpreted their dreams. But now God put Joseph in the midst of eight. God got somebody in town. I told one person, if I don't have the money, God will send it to me. If I can't do it, God will give me the know-how. Some way or another, God will make a way. When there is no way, God will not make... I'll tell you, so help me, God. God will make a way. You better hear me. I say, God will find the right man. God will send the right man. God will. I told one church, I don't sell a dime to build my church. No! I believe in God's plan. If God's plan can't do it, neither can your plan do it. And guess what? God put among dreamers. Hallelujah. 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 I never forget when I used to go back and forth to Edmonton, the church, while I was trying to be here. I stopped by one river and, 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 and near the lake. And every bathroom I go to, I'll touch the wall and say, Lord, someday we'll have a bathroom like this. I did. I did every time. I touched them. Some of them the Lord. I brought them this one river. I go to Edmonton. They got their fancy building. I said, Lord, someday I'll have a bathroom like this. You know why I know it worked? Because after my car, the first car I had, I saw some cars. And I said, someday, Lord, another car like this. You know I can't pay for it, God, but if it happens, going to be you, Lord. Going to be you, Lord. Hallelujah. And when I forget, He didn't forget. The only forgetting God has is my sins. But never forget my prayers. You always forget my sins. But never forget my prayers. Hallelujah. A car was given to me free. And I forget the day when the bathroom started coming in. I got $500. I didn't beg for it. Oh, what was Steve? Do what? Oh, she said, 200. She's reducing it now. $200. I got to build my church. I said, okay, folks. This is going to be the beginning of the beginning. Hallelujah. Hey, I got, I, skeptics, I, got, I got people like you guys around, around me, skeptics. But there were turkeys. And I don't hang around turkeys. I don't hang around eagles, sister eagles. And they walk in front of me, only one eagle was my wife. Because she married me. I mean, she was dumb. She married me. I got her trick. <coughs> All of a sudden, a plumber came. He can fix the plumbing. Well, let's that guy I can. He can say, let's go to work. And they fix up the front of my church. Put a, a little piece about that big. She goes, way down here and bratty. I need her skin like a wig. Skin like a twig, rather. <coughs> yeah, she was like a little twig. Like this. <coughs> they got married right here, too. You know that, don't you? But you know what, church? The devil used to always mock us. I said, you can mock all you want to, but Jesus write the bills. And then God said, now, all right, 
You build a fence, that's good. You put a front on, that's good. Now, let's take something bigger now. Hallelujah. So let's build the whole thing. It's across the road right now. Look at you see stuff. We have the first Christian Academy school fully accredited in Fort McMurray from K to 12. Mike, where are you at? Are you there, Mike? Never like it. Hello, can you hear me? I got the mic back. Oh, that was gone. Okay. Hey, church. I'm trying to tell somebody you don't have a problem for God. You don't have a problem for God. But last but not least, Joseph, the king. Let me tell you who gave the king the dream. God did. God gave the king the dream. And God reserved the answer for Joseph. And that little answer that he gave was going to promote him from prison to palace. From prisoner to prince. Would you bow your heads right now? I didn't come to preach this this morning. But somebody, God, I didn't miss the mark. Somebody here needs to know that you are ready to rebuild everything that was destroyed. And I would to God that forget their past right now and step into the future because the future is fraught with opportunity. Who is that person? Who's going to step out in that Supernatural right now. Your shackles are about to be broken. Your eyes are about to be annoyed with eye salve. Joseph is about to forget the past and focus on the fruit, Ephraim. I'm not here to anoint your past, I'm here to anoint your future. Step out. And say, God has called me. God has appointed me. God has anointed me. And I'm ready for service. I'm going to lay the foundation. I'm going to build those walls. I'm going to restore the dignity of the palace. Let the adversary talk right now. God says, I'm with you. I'll take pleasure in it. I breathe on it. The Holy Ghost want to breathe in you. Sing that song. Breathe in me, Lord. Breathe on me. Breathe on me right now, Jesus. Somebody here caused God to change the message this morning. Somebody here made God change the message. 